0: Yo, is Secret really going to get relegated again? Is that, like, a foregone conclusion? Is this the worst year of Puppy's career? Well, worst
1: year of his career so far.
0: So far? Oh, we'll wow. <laughs> You're saying they're, they're still... They they, they hit pay dirt and they can just keep digging lower?
1: In a way, yeah. I think... Um, You, we, it, like, it doesn't matter until they bomb out of the TI qualifiers, right? You could bomb out the entire year. You make TI, you have a reasonable placement at TI, then the year is fine, right? But yes, currently speaking, it is it it is his worst year. They're not going to go to Uh, a major.
0: They're not going to go to well. I guess they're going to probably go to Riyadh, right?
1: You know what this team reminds me of? What? This team Secret team. I I have not watched any of their games? Yeah, me I probably either. haven't watched any of their games. Um so playstyle wise, no idea. But what this looks like to me, remember there were some secrets with like um there was a secret with MP mm-hmm. as carry um and some other people were on that team that were not i think time has proven that they weren't actually the the best right they weren't the best players there was like the mid one kezu um there was that lineup that was like after the all-star team secret i think or one of them anyway with uh so i think that was the second time artesi was on team secret yeah that was like the second so it was after reboot. that one yeah yeah so that that so there was that was a rebuild year and i feel like this year is kind of like a rebuild year as well right uh puppy has lost nisha who was his rock for years and years and years he's lost um yaps right no longer has him um He no longer has like his go-to guys, so I think this is kind of like a rebuilding year in in many ways, and uh, we'll see who he keeps. Because that is a, that is also an interesting note, right? Like who he keeps out of this, right? Because that MP roster also had Midwan, and he kept Midwan on for mm-hmm. you know one or two years after that, and they were there were some very successful secret rosters with Midwan. Um, so we'll see like who on the current roster Puppy keeps. Um, and who ends up going their own way. Um, but yeah, very unfortunate year for him, for sure.
0: But can still make TI, which I guess is why Dota is interesting. Although if that happens, it feels like a small miracle in the dark at this point. Um,
1: (laughs) yeah, with the going the third season and going one in five, very, very likely you're getting relegated. Um, but even if you don't, you had such a poor performance. Um, again, Western Europe is really tough and all those sort of things, but still, uh, you expect Puppy's team to be top five, top four within Western Europe. Even though it's a tough region, you would expect them to be up there.
0: Probably one and six because their last game is up against Tundra, who is the only team so far that is that is fully qualified for Bali. So And are, and are undefeated. And yeah. they're, 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 they're also
1: like... the only team that has already qualified. So... Does that mean they're going to lose to him? I mean, Tundra can take their foot off the pedal now.
0: They could. I mean, I think trying. in many
1: ways, Tundra, I, Tundra has definitely proven that they are maybe ahead of the meta again. Uh, um, at least within Western Europe, they seem to be very uh, doing very well, and it feels like they've got some ideas cooking. You know, yeah, I think it, it maybe took a, a little bit more time than maybe some previous patches, but feels like they they are in full swing uh again they, they really figure things out with their latest win over uh team liquid where they got a 2-1 over them
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And they've uh they 2 one og and they 2 one uh quest everybody else they 2-0'd they haven't faced up against gaming gladiators yet though so that'll be an interesting test
0: let me keep on this western europe train for one more moment before we jump into something else uh og in the news this last week Not only because they might be the other team that gets relegated, they might be the other team that gets relegated, but they haven't been playing uh, with Tyga, which turned into, uh, I would say in the span of like 12 hours, one of the most icky feeling uh, drama outings that we've had in a year or more. Can, what's what, What's the TLDR on that situation? Because my understanding is that um, people were accusing Tommy or OG of match-fixing pretty abruptly with yeah, no some evidence. Eastern
1: European sources were uh, very, very overtly uh, insinuating that Tyga was uh, on break due to some match-fixing allegations or something like that. Um, the, the the reporter guy, uh, Kuzia, basically said said they're they're bad there's bad rumors going around um yeah that was uh that was pretty shit uh considering what at least from taiga's um what and taiga has to say and I very much believe that considering the fact okay so first of all the match fixing allocations is apparently about like some like first blood uh, like giving away first blood thing where the stats actually point <laughs> to Tyga being one of the most successful first blooders in the game, as in getting first blood, yeah. not giving away first blood. So, uh, baseless. you know, that's a pretty baseless accusation for sure. Um, but yeah, then he, he, you know, Tyga ends up coming out uh, and saying that he is on break. Uh, not because of match-fixing allegations or some sort of betting scandal, uh, but because he's dealing with depression and anxiety. Um, And so he's taking a a bit of a break for his mental health and trying to work through these things, which is very admirable. And uh, I I wish him the absolute best. It's a shame that he had to be public with that. Um, You know, whether you want to be like, uh, I I think it is helpful to other people, if you can be public about that sort of thing, mm-hmm. let other people know like, Hey, this guy is going through, this person is going through something that I'm also going through. And it gives you a little bit of uh, uh, solidarity and it gives you a, a, Uh, understanding of your resources out there and like hey maybe I should try and get help for this issue too like this is maybe something that I haven't tackled or encourage you to keep doing what you're doing and keep on the road of improvement and stuff like that but we don't know if Tyga ever wanted to be public about this because it feels like in some ways he was forced to due to random rumor mongering
0: he didn't have the option to not be right like he, he had to pretty quickly come out and defend himself and I mean like I'm I'm friends with Tommy I as soon as this all happened I messaged him right away and I mean I'm not gonna talk about our private conversation but it's uh you know he's one of the good ones <laughs> I, I, I truly I truly think he's one of the good ones. He's he's not he's not a malicious boy. So um, to watch somebody who I who I know is like you know in, innately really positive, um, mm-hmm. not just be public with their struggle but also have to deal with that negativity uh, hurt me because I, I know that they you know no one deserves it. He really doesn't deserve it. So, and yeah. uh, you know, you know what's good. Probably, I'm just going to assume. You know, it might be actually really bad when you have like depression, anxiety, performance related stuff, all that. Having the internet on whole completely mischaracterize you. I'm willing to bet yeah. that that is not good <laughs> for the mental health problem. So
1: <laughs> may cause a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. Cause yeah. a little bit of
0: anxiety. Um, so I, 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 appreciate, uh, you know, Tommy being a little bit tiger being a little bit open about it. Uh, I do think that there is a small silver lining in that there are probably some people who it's cool and they appreciate seeing like, Oh, look people who I look up to who also have similar problems to me. Like mm-hmm. that, that's always beneficial. Like you said, it's, um, Man, what a dog shit Reddit thread, too. Um, not just from people who were, like, salty gamblers or people making unsubstantiated claims. I was, like, doing that masochistic thing where you scroll to the bottom and, like, open up the comments that are, like, forced mm. closed. And there's people being like, well, of course he's depressed. He's a vegan. He really has to go eat some more chicken. And I'm like, Ah!
1: that's what happens when you don't get animal proteins in your life (laughs) but Uh, shit people are stupid
0: people are really fucking dumb man but his you know his his chances at TI OG's chances at TI not secure not only might they have to go through qualifiers because they might get relegated like it looks like they're not going to the major so they might not be getting there on points and they, they have to be a qualifier team potentially
1: Yeah, because they are not in the top 12 currently. So in order to get to those points, they have to go to the major. Um, So if they don't go to the major, they have to go through TI qualifiers. So you're pretty much guaranteeing, especially since um, we're fairly certain there's no last chance qualifier. At least that's the way I feel anyway about it. They have announced their whole road to TI thing. uh, But I feel like that's something you decide at the start of the year
0: not the end of the year unless there's a pandemic um or you cancel a major or something but yeah, yeah. I, I wait so i thought based on just reporting that i saw or maybe it was just like tweets reddit posts that it wasn't happening for sure is, is there not the for sure like we don't know what it is oh, we just I, assume I, I don't know oh I'm, yeah <laughs> yikes
1: i i am assuming it's not happening but i don't know if it's uh been confirmed that it's not happening i assume valve will make that Clear up that whole thing with their whole road to TI, dealio. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I assume it's not for sure because Valve never confirms that things aren't happening. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, they just don't talk about.
1: Like, it. whenever there's a there, there's a question or a rumor or something about the, these sort of things, Valve never steps in and, and is like, "Yeah, that's definitely not happening," because that opens them up to some you know like bad press. That's just only bad news. You know but if you repackage it with uh you know here's the here's how you get to ti sort of thing and then people just notice that there's no last chance qualifier you know mm-hmm. then you get a little less burned on that regard so that's my assumption until proven otherwise so
0: bummer i'll mi- i'll miss those the what uh, i'll miss those little pgl streams and all those extra games before ti T- starts Talking
1: yeah, about. I mean, I, I, honestly, I'm surprised that they're not doing last chance qualifier because mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be another tournament because they're already turning over Ti to PGL Money. bit by bit, right? Money like it, yeah, like I, if I'm PGL, wouldn't I be encouraging them to do the last chance qualifier? It'd be like dog, that's a whole lot more, you know, that's a whole lot more streaming hours I could sell to sponsors. Mm-hmm. Especially since they probably, like, I'm fairly certain their their whole sales of TI sort of dealio last year was kind of last minute because I remember they had a they had sponsors trickling in mm-hmm. as the qualifier was going on, uh, for the TI that was going on. So I'm fairly certain that they were still selling on it, which probably means it was kind of last minute. But now. Like, they've already set the quota. So I assume they they've had a whole year to be able to sell sponsors on this sort of thing. I, you know, like, I, if I'm PGL, I'm pushing them to do the last chance qualifier. Um, But, you know, maybe that's exactly why Valve doesn't do it. <laughs> you know? Nobody pushes Valve around.
0: Nobody. nobody. You want <laughs> something? No. <laughs> you know, so. Valve um, kind of has that in common with Riot today. Are you? Oh, yeah, dude. Are you? This is this is crazy. Where so? We're, is there anything else Dota related before I do this? Because I because people might just want to be like, does uh, Joey want to talk DPC about League update. of Legends?
1: <laughs> let's What's, let's do a DPC update here. Okay, so we've already talked about Western Europe. Tundra is 5-0, oh, they're pretty secure. Looks like Gaming Gladiators uh-huh. and Team Liquid are very likely going to get in. And then it's a question of currently Quest Esports and Entity, I think are the two contenders. There's some long shots outside of that, but Quest or Entity getting in. Uh, Quest is a pretty interesting. Um, and they've already played Entity as well. Um, they unfortunately have to play against Team Liquid, so they're likely to go three and four, while as Entity need two wins, and they are matched up against OG and D1 Hustlers, who are lower on the list. So it is possible that D, uh, that Entity wins those two games, goes four and three, and clinches the fourth I'd slot.
0: push that towards Entity.
1: Uh, of course you would with Stormstormer. Uh, <laughs> Eastern Europe <laughs> is looking like... Kind of like the same old, same old teams are going to be there. Team Spirit's five and zero. Almost secured. Bent Boom, four and one. Nine Pandas, three and one. Uh, Virtus Pro is three and two. So they're trailing a little bit. And uh, they already lost their series against Bent Boom and Team Spirit. They've yet to play nine Pandas. So that'll determine uh, if there's a possibility of an upset in a third place slot. Though not expecting it. Giving nine Pandas is pretty damn good. China, nobody really cares outside of LGD and Aster, so I'll just leave it at that. But,
0: but I'm an extreme gaming fan, and I want to see Ghost go to go to the major because I. I,
1: I yeah. Okay. China's China's a weak region. I don't really care about the the teams outside of those top two. Maybe I'll be proven wrong at the major, but uh, that is kind of my assumption. Uh, Southeast Asia. Well, probably similarly, our international audience probably doesn't really give a shit too much outside of uh, Talon Esports, who actually did well at a major for once. Um, but I'm covering that region, so I'm going to go into it a little bit more than that, which is Bleed and Blacklist are the other two teams, and they're actually looking pretty solid. Bleed actually took down Talon um, in a relatively convincing 2-0. Bleed's um, the team Dubu's so. on, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, Bleed is the team with Ice 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 and Dubu, so pretty fun team to watch. They've also had DJ, so a lot of fan favorites on that team, Uh, a team that's probably good for numbers. So it's good that they're succeeding, and Blacklist is the good old uh, Filipino Raven Cuckoo uh, team, so... That team is doing all right. Um, Expect those to be the top three, though. Maybe Execration, maybe Longshot, Army Geniuses, or Team SMG. Southeast Asia is pretty competitive um, through and through. There is no undefeated team.
0: Execration is the team that has the... Riyadh spot though right so i wonder if that or well no no they have a dream hack spot but we don't know who's going to Riyadh yet so maybe the invites could change based on placements in this dpc and maybe execution sure. stocks going down could be like big picture not great for them
1: yeah yeah in which case they would really want to do well at dream league so they do have a second chance at second ti basically mm-hmm. um even if they they fail to make the uh the major. Also, I think the way the formula works—the losing to teams that then go on to do very well at a tournament—you um, know, it's like the it's it's about you know you get those points retroactively affected. Uh, I can't remember what that formula is called, um, but. Yeah, so in that regards, if they lose, but Southeast Asia gets top three at the major, then they probably don't uh, look so bad. North America, um, Shopify Rebellion is very likely going to the major. Big shocker, it's not TSM, and it's the other team. Uh, TSM lost to Nouns, so very so almost hundred percent. It's going to be Shopify and Nouns. It would have to be some insane series of events. Uh, for anything else to be true so we'll get a different north american team at uh is it at the major
0: is it really insane though because nouns if they lose to shopify which is i would say prop potentially realistic then they only yeah. have to fumble their series against alpha and then they play a tiebreaker versus tsm
1: Uh, Frankly, I think that the competition within North America is pretty dog shit. Um, And I think that really (laughs) it's the only it's the only the three teams are really all that matters. Uh, If they were facing up against like maybe dog champ, then okay, yeah, like, yeah, maybe that's possible. They get an upset like they they have a bad series. They drop it. Uh, Then they end up in a tiebreaker. Alpha. They're 1-4. Um, I don't think they're a particularly good team. I think the bottom half of North America is on a different level, a lower level, than uh, the best teams in North America. What does that so. mean
0: for, for TSM and TI? Because they're like middle points field, right? So they don't need to go to the major, but they would need a lot of help.
1: Um, Well, considering the fact that the last DPC and the last major are worth more points, being in the middle of the field is not that much protection. Um, It just depends on who goes to the major and who does well at the major, right? If the teams that are already in the top 12 are the teams that do well, then TSM is fine. If there are teams uh, below that, let's say BetBoom, who is currently 14th, right? BetBoom goes to the major, they get top three, boom. All of a sudden, they're probably ahead of TSM. They knock TSM down, you know, th- down the list by one. Yeah. And, you know, the more teams that do that... And Aster knocks them
0: down, and Aster knocks them down, and Spirit knocks them down, and Shopify knocks them down. So, really, it looks like they actually... They're not in the same spot at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, they will still get some points out of being third uh, within their region, but it's not that many. Uh, you get 200 points. So... That will help secure them. Um, if I had to give it, like I'm gonna throw out just a random number, I feel like they're probably sixty percent secured. Uh, but Knoxville's ha- would have a he has a prediction site, so if you want that, check that out. Um, if you really want to know, um, but judging just kind of like my gut and like what the teams that I think are likely to do well, which is I think the teams that are already show themselves to be good or continue to do well. Uh, um, I don't think there's going to be too many upsets in that regard.
0: No, I think that the TI list looks pretty close to being done. There's not going to be too many surprises. Um, if TSM doesn't make it, they can get knocked out. That's that's it. Then There might be one more person fighting for that spot. Maybe it's OG, maybe it's Extreme, maybe it's BetBoom. Or like a one or two uh, outliers, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think... I would be really worried about TSM if they don't make TI for having TSM as a sponsor next year.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And which which uh, would be sad. There's very little men- money uh, orgs in North America as is, so that would be uh, definitely be a hit.
0: I want TSM to do well because I do not want TSM, the organization, to leave Dota. Hmm. That's a little biased there. Uh, I think uh, you got one more to go, right? South America?
1: South America, same old, same old. Beast Coast and EG are uh, not quite secured. Um, there is a chance that Beast Coast loses their series to EG, and then they would end up tied up with Thunder Awaken. How that happened was because they lost a random-ass series against Mad Kings. Um, who Who's is Mad Who's <laughs> Yeah, it's a lineup that is in particular, like, you're not going to know them unless you watch South America or play in high-level pubs. Uh, I know a couple of these guys from, like, me running into them in pubs. Uh, I run into Arzent, their offlaner, quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, not a team that you would be expecting uh, to take down Beast Coast, e.g., Thunder Awaken, right? Those are your top three teams um so we might end up with the tie tiebreaker uh with thunder awaken and beast coast i would still uh expect beast coast to be in there so kind of still expecting the same old teams from south america so that's your dpc update
0: beast coast for whatever reason not making the major could also be catastrophic for them like tsm there, there, there's a world where they could also get bumped out
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure they're uh they are below tsm in the points so yeah mm-hmm. you're right well we got like one, one confusing a- thing about the DPC uh listing is that they already give partial points for the current season so yeah, those points are like actually already yeah. kind of updated because yeah they're some of these teams are already secured at least third place so they get 100 100 points already so
0: Wikipedia is just over yeah. and cheap and they're like doing your math homework for you Unless yeah, they, they really don't are, carry yeah. the decimal wrong, in which case the teacher gets mad at them, and it's a whole kerfuffle. Mm, but you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Teacher was having a bad day. Did you
0: did you see? And I promise this is not self promotion, but did you see that Wikipedia uh, started an F one wiki?
1: Oh, really? And and wow, they're that's trying and
0: they're trying to expand into like similar, um, like sports where where like like I real see this sports? now.
1: Sports wikis. Formula One is the only one that you have right now. Uh, I assume you're gonna go with like the geekiest sports first.
0: I think F1 makes sense because, first off, there's like a really weird crossover between like people who are really into esports, people who are into F1. Like, there's yes. definitely yes. a crossover there, and yes. I, I think that it. Tr- I think that there isn't a great F1 resource outside of like main Wikipedia's. Um, where where they see that there's like um Like like a venture to go in there right Like there are yeah. crazy websites For basketball stats and football stats And everything else yes. right
1: crazy Yeah that's why I assume you would do, do like the geekier Sports because if you are a fan Of all the mainstream sports there's Already enough stuff there For that
0: but it, I mean it's If you extrapolate and think out like if F1 works and then maybe you go A little bit farther there's there's a world where There could be like Liquipedia NBA in a couple of years yeah. that is like yeah. and we use it just like we use Wikipedia right now which would be interesting sure. and cool I think uh, but yeah the, 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 the f1 announcement was was rather rad
1: it's a that's a pretty smart business move I think expanding your like pre-existing set into a like a whole new uh, demographic and starting with specific sports and then you could if your site gets like popular enough with regular sports then you could pivot into the big boys. And then you could get a whole bunch of new traffic potentially. But yeah, do a good job with like F one. I'm trying to think like golf is probably like a another well, maybe mm-hmm. golf is like maybe demographics are like too old for for golf <laughs> if you did disc golf imagine eh? my,
0: my uncle typing in like liquipedia pga tour season seven like <laughs> I, like that's really hard yeah, for me yeah, to, yeah. to think about happening but yeah. golf does feel like a smart choice i I, I, yeah. I have no idea what the roadmap on that even looks like i haven't inquired about it but um th- there's potential Be- there. speaking
1: of golf mm-hmm. i've gotten really into disc golf
0: you got into disc my golf
1: yeah, I'm not sure if we talked about this last week, but I'm literally going like every single day. I, I did twice today. I did 14,000 steps because I did 42 holes of disc golf today.
0: With other people or are you going by yourself?
1: I went by myself and then Ken was like, I'm getting off early off of work. Do you want to go at like 3.30? And I was there at the park at 2.30 and I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just, I'll go get some lunch and then I'll come back and Yeah. And then we we did a whole. In fact, we queued That's up with some random guy who was from San Diego. He was super cool, Su- super good, super cool. Very nice guy. Shout out to Victor.
0: That's why he declined a meeting with me at about three. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, are, are, he he are
1: specifically you? he specifically looked at his phone and looked at me, and he said, "Fuck Joey."
0: I mean, to be fair, I bet a lot of people do that. Um, yeah. I took a bite at the wrong time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, are, are you seeing yourself improve?
1: Yes, very rapidly. Uh, so last week I shot like a plus 30. Uh, and this week I shot a plus. Today I shot a plus 14 and a plus 18. Wow. So my, my score is plummeted down, which if you know golf is good. So lower number is better.
0: Lower number is better. What are you struggling with? Is it like throwing the frisbee far or throwing the frisbee straight or just like the game strategy or like your footwork or like, what are you actually working on to see that score go down? Is it just repetition? Consist-
1: consistency is my biggest problem. So it's like, uh, so it's a lot of form problem. Cause I, so Hotbit played ultimate frisbee. So he knows how to throw a frisbee. I played ultimate like once in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've really thrown a Frisbee around outside of that, especially not like a professional disc Frisbee. Uh, So I had no idea kind of what I was doing. So uh, there is a lot of motions involved. um, And it's about like what I struggled with a week ago was like, I would focus on one thing, trying to do that one thing correctly. Like, let's say have my arm extend all the way back behind me right mm-hmm. and i would focus on the one thing and then like the five other things that i'm trying to keep in mind would go to shit
0: <laughs> what's well, like so playing now, dota or yeah you know like that's yeah pretty
1: much yeah so now i'm i'm getting to a point where it's like oh like i'm kind of consistently doing like three or four things right and maybe one thing is going wrong you know so okay yeah, it's a lot I, of fun you should go with those
0: dude i frisbee is one of the things on this planet that i am the worst at
1: just yeah but it's fun
0: but i i cannot have fun if i am performing poorly at something i will just be frustrated at myself especially if my friends are good at it
1: well listen it's uh it's very it's a very friendly atmosphere i will say disc golfers are chill as fuck God damn because they're all like they're all in their like mid-20s uh scaling up to like you know even like I see some 50 60 year olds uh going around but they're all disc golfers instead of regular golfers especially the old dudes so like the old dudes are probably like some hippie type guys right they want like and more environmentally friendly. Uh, a sport. They're not like they're not like some rich ass fucking golfer dude who you know like is filled with ego and status and like that's their entire mindset. It's just like every, everybody there is so chill. H- half of them are a fucking pothead, so you know that's probably part of it.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I smell weed all the time <laughs> when I go.
0: Hmm. Okay, that explains why some of my other friends like disc golf, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> a it's a big pothead sport. Hmm. I'm just so bad with a frisbee I know look I'm really bad at table tennis I'm really yeah. bad at frisbee I'm really bad at soccer everything found, else I'm kind of found,
1: It's 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 very nice easy relaxing exercise you just walk around in a park in the woods you know it's chill it's a good time I think you should join me one of these times, but... I'll mind. consider
0: if you If you twist my arm a little bit, I'll consider it. Okay. We'll have to... N- n- no, no photos.
1: I mean, there is a whole... Yeah, sure, sure, sure. There's a <laughs> whole bunch of... of uh, there's like a whole group that we have of people that are entirely new and learning uh, and have all like only played probably less than 10 times. So... Hmm
0: i'll get my own frisbee and do a little practice i'll i'll, I'll have to i'll have to figure it out by i've got
1: of frisbees you can have
0: mm, okay Here
1: i got know. into the sport so much that i have a, I have a backpack, you have a backpack. You i've have got a like backpack. 15 discs yeah i'm 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 like in in you know because it's a it's a it's a cheap it's also a cheap ass sport ellie leaves we, you for golf? one
0: week and you have a, a, a brand new hobby and you're like hey hon i spent a thousand dollars on frisbees
1: it's true <laughs> Yeah, you know, part of the reason I went twice today is because I've been playing Dota every day. And yesterday, I actually was so fucking done with Dota. It ha- it's happening. It's it takes less and less for me to just be done with Dota. Like that the match, <laughs> Like you know, I get one or two grief games, and I'm just like, why why am I doing this? This is so boring.
0: Is it is it a matchmaking problem? I just problem got bored. It's still I never get
1: bored. I yeah. told Ellie I get. Bo- I was like, man, I'm like I'm bored. And she was like, you never say that. Because, like, I'm all usually just content. Like, if I'm not, not down to play Dota, I'll play some other indie game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's chill time. But I was, like, I was legitimately bored. So I just spent all day outside today hoping that by the time I came back, I'd be, like, recuperated, you know?
0: <laughs> you sound recuperated. Is, is it mostly just because you're getting griefed games and you're, you're having matchmaking problems? Or are you, are you struggling with the uh, patch a little bit still? Um, the patch...
1: I don't think, uh, I I saw some people, some pros, like, talk about it. I think, like, maybe Quinn, definitely A.U.I., I think maybe Snake King. Uh, There's definitely some people who are like, yeah, this patch, it's really cool. Nothing about this patch that I have felt hugely inspired by. And, like, the last big patch that I was like, oh, this is super fun, was probably, like, the Aghanim Shard. Uh, patch I think that was the last big one right Um, yeah I like I don't know this patch is really just not that intriguing to me Um, so I think that is definitely part of it
0: I have not tried a carry-ish Omni night game because I have played 50 hours of breath of tears of the kingdom (laughs) still but as soon as I'm done as soon as I'm I saw done,
1: some, some site rated it the best game of all time.
0: That's not true. There's, that's a hundred percent. Not true. I would even but, go as but far as say, is
1: it in your top 100?
0: Yeah, that's super easy
1: for sure. Top 50. Yes. Top 25.
0: Probably. Yes. Okay. So it's a pretty damn good game. It is a very good game. I think breath of the Wild's better. I haven't finished tears. of The kingdom. Okay. Though. Well i I felt like
1: looking at it, so i'm i'm not I'm not gonna play it until I travel again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna save that experience. It looks like just a more expansive version of Breath of the Wild,
0: correct. So it's like Breath of the Wild, if you if you if you make it like more grandiose and add different features on top of it, which are fun, right? Like I'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen all these posts on Twitter of people making crazy machines, right? Or just doing yeah. silly things. Like it has that Minecrafty element of like your imagination can take you really far and it's just a sandbox, right? In ways that Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild never was. So parts of the game are just systematically better. But parts of the game also just truly do not respect your time, which I find really mm-hmm. frustrating. I think, so uh, myself and a good handful of my friends who've played at this point have all uh, taken advantage of, there's a uh, there's an item duplication. Uh, du-blah, du-blah, there's a glitch where you can duplicate your items. Um, mm-hmm. And I have found that cutting down on grinding in that game for whatever you need to grind for just makes the game a way more pleasant experience I, mm. I like I like the game when you take out all of the grindiness about it but I don't like how sometimes the game's like yeah man you just gotta like wait three days and farm these seven items and then go crawl in the grass for some bugs and then come back like, <clears throat> like fuck man I, I like cool I wanna play the game I'm having a good time but like I can, I can be doing other stuff So, I I wish there was a little bit less of of that. I know why they do it. I know that it makes a better experience. I know that it makes the game bigger and feel more grandiose. But, like, I I don't got fucking time for that. So, I'll just copy a couple items and make the game a little bit easier.
1: You'll have to tell me how to duplicate those items because I will very likely use that same trick. If it's still around by the time I fly to Sweden.
0: It's patched out, so I would just encourage oh. you, if you've already installed the game, just not to update it. Okay. So if you haven't installed, you're good.
1: Also, speaking of new games, real quickly, real quickly. are you going to play Diablo 4? Uh,
0: this might come as a little bit of a shock. I've never really played any of the other Diablo games. Well, I mean, I played good time th- to start. I played three a little bit. And didn't like it that much. And I've also never played um, Path of Exile, which I know I have so many friends who are just, you know, I'll throw this word lightly, addicted to. So um, maybe I should experiment, but I think the jury's still out on that. I, m- I might wait and see, like, if it's actually good or who's playing or what, what I should well, do. Well, that's there.
1: the thing is is that there are, the reviews are coming out, uh, I think, today. The, mm-hmm. They ended the Embargo? thingy. Yeah and uh reviews seem very good uh it's sitting at an 89 rating right now um on like uh one of those rating sites that averages out all of the ratings so
0: i'm a fan good. of open critic for that
1: yeah that's the site that they, they use Oh. Nope. so yes a- um, 89 top critic average critics recommended
0: 99 percent. Also shout out to the uh, 92 that Street Fighter 6 is getting. Fighting games. Not for me. Okay, maybe are, are you with, Diablo is next week. It's June 6th. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's a little awkward cuz uh, I'll be leaving not long after that, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested to see who who's going to be playing it and maybe 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 I'll grind it. I don't know. I have I i am not one of those people uh i didn't get into wow Mm because you know wait did i i told you my wow story right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, on the show i
0: don't remember at this point
1: (laughs) I'm, i'm sure we have uh but the the tldr is i played a female character and i got hit on as a young 13 year old and somebody whipped out their digital dick on me. Mm-hmm. So I stopped playing that game. So I like, wow was like the grinding game, like the release. Holy fuck. You know, like the the only game that I really like grinded on release would be like going all the way back to, to the, the teen, the early teen years of like Halo and stuff like that, you know, like, Oh shit, new Halo coming out buy that game at midnight, jam it with your friends all night long, you know, that, that, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I never grinded any of the Wows. Uh, I didn't care enough about Diablo Three. Diablo Three also wasn't particularly good, so uh, I didn't grind that game. I never did uh, Path of Exile, though I've thought about it. So Diablo might be my first game that I do the 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 release grind. Sounds kind of fun.
0: How much time do you have? Like, when when do you leave for Sweden?
1: I think I've got like ten days after. I think I leave on the... Oh, I would be leaving on
0: the 14th, maybe? 13th? Okay, so you have time. Well, let me... uh, Yeah, a little bit of time. Well, shit, maybe we should just play Diablo together. Yeah. Okay. I'm not not sold, but I'm pretty close to being sold. I haven't played a Blizzard game since... Overwatch... OG. Yeah. I haven't played a Blizzard game in a minute. I don't even have, like, like the Blizzard launcher on my computer right now. I can't even look oh, it. Oh, wait, me. I was
1: looking at the wrong month. Holy fuck. You said it comes out on the
0: 9th? June 6th, a week from today.
1: Oh, shit. ESL starts on the 9th.
0: Oh, so you don't have time to grind.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I might have one day to grind. <laughs> mm. Well, there goes that.
0: Well, you tell me if you like it, and then maybe when you get back, I'll grind with you. It'll be like all thing. Mm, okay, know? okay, yeah. okay. I'm I'm half committed already.
1: Okay, <laughs> that was fast.
0: <laughs> and for someone who all doesn't right, like you want to talk about
1: your uh, your LCS shtick?
0: It's not okay, It's not, not my LCS shtick. Oh, oh boy. Um, I, I really like the dichotomy real quick for anybody watching the video that, that Austin is eating dried fruit and I'm just eating chocolate. It probably says we're both out of our, our lots in life right now. But for I any- burned
1: a lot of calories today, all right? I deserve <laughs> some dried mango.
0: I deal with my brain because I've been thinking a bunch, uh, but my army do no throwies. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick primer. LCS... Is the North American League of Legends league? Think of it as Western Europe in NA, right? Weu DPC, but just NA. Like it's got a whole season. People get sent to international events, right? That that that's, that's the primary. No, 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 else.
1: no, no. It's like the NA DPC.
0: It's like as any in individual bad DPC season; yeah, they'll okay. they'll
1: never actually be able to complete compete internationally. It's it's the same. Yeah, you don't don't put Western. It makes it sound like it's a much they're much better than they actually are.
0: You know, you're right. The analogy did fall apart with the skill gap situation. Um, yeah. But you know, okay. So imagine you got NADPC, right? And mm-hmm. imagine that you forced all of the NADPC teams to, as part of their contract for buying into the DPC that they have to uh, field a secondary team of players, like like an amateur team or a Division 2 team or whatever have you, right? So it's mm-hmm. almost like Div 1 would be all the people who bought in, and Div 2 would be all their secondary unit teams, and you can swap the teams freely between Div 1 and Div 2, and there's no promotion relegation anymore, right? Okay. Then, through the in in the middle of the year... All of the teams who are currently financially struggling, which you can see if you've, you know, read up on any esports economics or Twitter or anything over the last couple of months. <laughs> FaZe, holy Yo, shit. Yo, FaZe
1: Clan is doing holy they're shit. lit right now.
0: Dude, FaZe Clan is having some problems. Um did did oh dude when, when they signed the actress from from Stranger Things I watched her stream a little bit and it was embarrassing to me because clearly nobody from Phase briefed her on any of the politics of what's going on because she was live on stream confused why people were being upset and who these other people were so whoever at Phase was doing <laughs> PR or like her manager to try and like she was so underprepared and I had like I felt Bad for her and bad for face, and the whole situation's fucked up. Anywho, um, I think they laid off like half of their staff last week. If not more again.
1: Fun. Fun. There are a lot of layoffs happening in esports right now.
0: Yeah, so point, like like I was saying, if you've looked at the internet recently, you know esports business is like not going super great, which is a function of sponsors not wanting to give people money because when you're an organization like say, I don't know, uh, uh, MasterCard, State Farm, Timmy's Tacos, the first thing that goes in a, in a recession when you're scared is your marketing budget, right? So why are you going to waste a bunch of money to put your logo on someone's jersey if, you know, whatever, right? You got to save that stuff. The teams for the LCS all talk to Riot and tell them unanimously in a vote that they do not want to any longer field their division two teams that it is uh, that they don't think the system is working, that people are not using division two to get promoted into Division one, that it's a suck on money, that it is hard and yada yada yada, right? Riot,
1: it sounds pretty useless to have a secondary team, yeah. It sounds like EG's 15-man roster in CSGO.
0: Hey, I'll have you know that they just (laughs) lost at IEM Dallas today. Oh God, those poor guys. Um, (sighs) EG, one of the teams that actually didn't let go of their LCS Academy roster, by the way. Um, You can argue... like There are other podcasts well more equipped to have very eloquent arguments of the pros and cons of having a Division II team, right? Um, But... Because they got rid of the teams between their two seasons, between summer and spring, seven out of the ten organizations just completely cut them. Drop the players, drop the staff, are no longer participating in, like, the Division 2. Three teams kept their academy teams, their challengers teams. Team Liquid, the aforementioned Evil Geniuses, and FlyQuest. Now... In League of Legends, another wrinkle here that isn't really prevalent in Dota, you have this thing called the Players Association, which is a group of all of the players. It represents all of the players who are playing under Riot for the LCS. All, what, there's a uh, 50, there's 100 of them, or there was 100 of them, uh, 10 teams and two teams each-ish, right? hmm 100 people and they have like you know nominated leaders and and phil aram who was you know leading eg for a while is the head of the lcs players association and they're kind of the it's not a union it's kind of like a collective or i guess an association where they can take some kind of collective action when they feel like they as players are not being serviced well maybe maybe it's by the teams maybe it's by riot maybe it's by sponsors or what have you the LCS Player Association, over the weekend, in response to um, the academy teams getting cut without notice mid-season, 70-plus people losing their jobs and everything else, decide to vote in favor of, via majority vote, a walkout. Which, to my knowledge, is the first time in, a, in, a, in our fun little esports industry that there was a player walkout of this like scope with someone like... Riot who runs their league, right? So the vote comes out on Sunday. Uh, yesterday is a holiday; it's Memorial Day in the states, and Tuesday can, today... can, Sorry,
1: can can we pause real quickly? Oh,
0: please pause. Ask okay. me questions.
1: So, yeah, th- this is a, so. I knew about the player walkout. I didn't know the lead up to the this whole Academy thing. Mm-hmm. So, is the player the player association? The players are walking out because the teams dropped their challenger teams
0: not necessarily a bunch of
1: people lost their their jobs
0: not necessarily they okay. are they are upset that riot is not working with the players and riot is working mm-hmm. directly with the teams to make these decisions so the players are being cut okay. out right like they're just they're just toys
1: so the the challenger teams that were dropped was that just uh so teams were doing that with riot okay
0: Correct, because the teams okay. propo- the teams collectively propositioned Riot, and then mm. Riot decided to agree with the teams and say, you guys do not have to feel the challenger roster. At
1: okay. which
0: point, almost all of them immediately went away.
1: Okay. And, and then the players are like, what the fuck? Those guys are collectively bargaining and getting something... Why the fuck aren't you guys? Why why the fuck isn't Riot talking to us? We also have this same collective bargaining power, and we want to change some things, just like the organizations want to change some things.
0: So yeah, so my understanding, which isn't a hundred out of a hundred, is that you know th- they're not talking to the players, and also this was a change that was made like mid season, when previously Riot told the players that like changes like this would be year over year, but this wasn't year over year. This was like a mid season hatchet that fell okay so the players pass a majority vote the voter's secret we don't know who voted for what um to not participate in the first in, in, in the lcs when it starts right which was supposed mm-hmm. to be thursday in two days and this was getting a lot of news right because this is kind of like a clown fiesta because The teams still have to play or they'll get fined by Riot, but the players aren't going to play. The Academy teams aren't going to play. People don't want to scab the broadcast on the broadcast side. People don't want to scab the broadcast on the player side. So we don't know if Mm -hmm. the teams are going to field rosters to happen on Thursday in the first place, right? Yeah. But Riot's like, the show must go on until today when they said, hey, everybody, the show's not going to go on for two weeks, and they decided to delay the start of their season by two weeks to try and solve this problem. Now, when the Players Association said there was going to be a walkout, they gave five demands of Riot that they wanted to negotiate and bargain on, Okay, um, which I probably should have pulled up um, Here. These are the ass of Riot. Institute a Valorant-style promotion and relegation between the LCS and Challenger League. Riot commit to a revenue pool for player salaries of three hundred thousand dollars per NACL team per year. My understanding being Riot subsidizing the teams for paying their challengers. So Riot would give every team three hundred.
1: Riot already subsidized the NACL teams. They they gave the Origs three million dollars each to field an NACL team. And according to the uh, Players Association, um, only three could afford to spend 15 to 20% of that to promote the future of NACL. Shame on Riot for letting teams get away with it and shame on every team that pocketed the future of the league. So they're mad that both Riot gave money to the teams to help subsidize a challenger league. And then they apparently got away with just not running that league despite being given money to do so.
0: Yeah, that... Which,
1: that is an interesting How did Riot, like... What the... <laughs> You're like, we gave you $3 million. Listen, you want to talk about this next year? Fine, but, like, finish out the season. That That is my initial gut reaction. I, like, I don't know any of these details, but, like, if <laughs> that is true, I can't believe Riot didn't just be like, I don't give a fuck. Dude, Valve wouldn't give a fuck. I mean, Valve wouldn't subsidize shit, but like, if, if Valve gives you some money to do something, they expect you damn well to fucking do it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they want more subsidies, right? Uh-huh. They want uh, the LCS orgs to partner with affiliates for, for cost sharing. Uh, they want Riot to guarantee LCS minimum contracts for the following year for the five players who win um, the summer finals each year and they want to basically take uh, the the power for who owns the roster to a Dota style as opposed to a League of Legends style where it's like if, if the majority of the players stay together, they can kind of own the thing instead of rosters just like flip-flopping all over the place. Yeah, um,
1: my understanding of the Challengers League is that these guys don't really get taken out and promoted into like the main team very often.
0: It's, it's a... So most people in the LCS right now have at some point played in Challengers, the, the majority oh, okay. of them. But the percent of people who come from Challengers to the main LCS is still like, I think I've seen like 15% or something like kind of low like that. So most mm. people who are like in Division 2 do not make it to Division 1. And I don't know what those numbers should be like. It's because, you know, the cynical know. Yeah, people, I wonder what you know.
1: sports numbers have, mm-hmm. right? Because you have like, uh, what, the G League? in NBA which is the the step down of the actual league you have um minor league baseball like, i got wonder what the percentage of people who have who who play in that get promoted up and and if it's comparable to what LCS and NACL have
0: my gut is it's probably comparable i would be shocked if the number was like over 33 and like yeah. crazy shocked most if people, it was over 50
1: yeah most people like when they they usually hit, they hit big and they go straight to the big leagues, Yeah, right? That's usually how these sports typically work. Um, Usually the grind is a rare, inspiring story where somebody grinded and got better and, you know, like, but most of the time these guys show up, they're like, I'm fucking good and I'm gonna get better, baby. You know, like that's kind of how it usually goes
0: or if you're in League of Legends you just buy the best players from other regions and bring them over. Yeah,
1: that too. Yeah, yeah. That, that that is that is actually a big part of NA, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is why probably those numbers are maybe a little bit lower than they'd otherwise be. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
0: So Riot comes back today, like I said, delays the league for 2 weeks and says that if play does not resume in 2 weeks, if there's another walkout, that they will have to cancel Summer and no team from the LCS will go to Worlds.
1: Alright. They right. also
0: said... Uh, they also said that um, all the demands you had? No.
1: <laughs> five demands. You get zero out of five. You get nothing. I'll see you in two weeks.
0: <laughs> so this is... uh
1: shit that's great
0: yeah so this is this is like teams and right kind of put the responsibility back on the players and the teams to figure it out uh, the worst case scenario for everybody is that the well maybe not i mean i i i probably have a fucking bunch ton of bi- biases here um but not having a spring season of lcs would probably be disastrous for teams Because they have sponsors that they're obligated to, like, you know, that they sold deals off of based on watch time. And what's going to happen when, you know, Timmy's Tacos comes back and is like, hey, you guys, you know, you're in breach of contract because you sold me on this LCS team and you're not, you're not playing. I don't see that.
1: And you can't, it's not like you could be like, well, fuck it, we'll do our own thing. Like when Val didn't do a major and Mm -hmm. then we We kind of were like, "Okay, fuck it, maybe we do our own thing, and then valve actually did step in and did the regional finals instead, but like that was an opportunity, right like the we, like dota probably would have done its own thing, right? when we didn't have a DPC and we didn't have t i you know, fuck it, we ran and we did other things, right? We did the ESL online leagues, we did the Omega League with WePlay, mm-hmm. um you know but, but you can't do that. You can't do that right right mm mm. No, they control that. You don't get that freedom.
0: Yeah, because world is still going to happen. And there'll just be no Amer- North American teams. So Man. it'll be really interesting to see what happens moving forward. I suspect that the walkout does nothing. It creates some interesting news. It creates some interesting drama. And, you know, the, the the part of me that is, like, pro-unionized labor and is, like, yeah, we should seize the means of production from the fucking rich billionaires is kind yeah. of bummed because ultimately, like, what leverage do the players or anybody else really have? The answer is, like, n- nothing? Close to nothing? Very little? Unless they want to, like, completely risk their careers forever forever and kind of blow up an industry so it feels bad on all sides it feels bad that the league's being delayed it feels bad that riot's not doing much to help it feels bad that the team's in a weird spot it feels bad that the players can't accomplish anything without like really radical big action like it's hard for me to really find the positives in all of this Mm. anywhere
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. I mean, like, I, I, I personally would love to see what happens. I'm not tied <laughs> to an organization. Sure, it's bad for esports long term. I, I am not saying this out of any, like, I don't want, like, I'm not wanting anything bad to happen to, riot in their ecosystem, but I am just morbidly curious what would happen if that they followed through and they didn't do their split and what the fallout would be for all three of these players, right? Like the, the play, the yeah, players, uh, all three of these actors organizations, right? We have the players, we have the team owners and we have the the publisher and like, what happens when you can't come to an agreement and everything grinds to a halt? Um, I like, honestly, publishers even somebody like riot publisher is easily the one who's the least exposed right like lcs doesn't run they really are they missing out on anything are they missing out on that much not even are they they getting that much revenue from their sponsors for lcs to to like worry about
0: their arena even already houses valorant too so it's not like the arena is going to go dormant they're they're going to keep doing stuff out of there right like
1: That is always the problem with this dynamic is the publishers always hold 90% of the power. And if they want to, they can tell you to go fuck yourself and there's nothing you can do about it. No collaborative, no organization. Nothing is going to be able to stop them from just saying, go fuck yourself. If they are determined enough to indeed make you go fuck yourself, you will be fucking yourself at some point.
0: I just think about all the jobs that could be lost. Like, if there wasn't an LCS season, think about all the people who aren't working. All of the LCS talent. Most of them. Maybe Mm -hmm. some of them have other stuff to do, right? People at Riot who, like, run and operate the LCS and everything about it. There's, like, there's dozens of people behind the scenes who work at Riot just on the LCS. What are they doing? What are the cameramen at the facilities doing who are filming the LCS and everybody who puts on the actual live broadcast? What are the teams doing with the players who aren't paying? Are they going to pay their salaries? What about the teams who have people who are, like, hired to make content with the League of Legends teams that aren't playing or doing anything? It's probably hard to justify that, too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you could just see probably, truly about 100 jobs in the space just evaporate if there was not a season of LCS, if that stopped. And that's scary. So the part of me that wants to see the popcorn... Is just also like, oh boy, I can see the repercussions of this being really not good for anybody.
1: (sighs) Yeah, yeah. I I would be very interested to know if anything good would come out of it, like eventually, right? Like whenever you have some sort of destruction cataclysmic event like this, Mm -hmm. uh, opportunities do arise, right? And other things get built out of it. Um, So I would be interested. But yes, obviously there would be much more harm than good. But it would be a very interesting case study, because as a whole, this whole esports ecosystem—it's it, like it's not the same as traditional sports, and traditional sports only has uh, so many examples to go off of in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. And they, a lot of these traditional sports ecosystems are unique from each other. Mm-hmm. and eSports is even more so unique because of that aspect of somebody owning the sport, which is not the thing in traditional sports, right? You cannot own the act of baseball.
0: Yeah, or update it every week. Um, I, I'm going to round this out by reading... The LCS Players Association actually just released a statement uh, in okay. response to to Riot's statement, which is probably a good place to put a button on it. Ahem. Um, <clears throat> Tonight, the one thing back in clear focus, players are the LCS. Without players, there is no league and there is no eSport. From day one, exclusion from the decision-making process drove the LCSPA players to vote to walk out. The future of the NACL, North American Challengers League, and the LCS is too big to decide overnight and without player consideration. We met with Riot Games today to ask for daily meetings, or more, if needed, to reach a resolution. Starting tomorrow, we plan to begin discussions that result in meaningful, collaborative action to get our players back where they want to be, competing for fans on the LCS stage. We also want to say thank you. We remain deeply grateful to the LCS community for the incredible show of support and solidarity for our players. Our fight is possible because of this support.
1: That sounds statement. like they Are gonna fold. got met. Yeah, that that's definitely sounds like they ran in headfirst, charging. They hit a fucking brick wall. They realized, oh, fuck, that brick wall isn't going to fall over. And uh, we're going to have to, you know, try some other more meandering means here. Uh, and go under, go around, do something. But uh, they... <laughs> They they are not sticking it out uh, in in a walkout, which you know, eh, good try, I guess.
0: I think I think uh, they the players wouldn't vote for a walkout again. is is my read on the situation. So they yeah, they, so they probably don't have that chip on the table anymore, and they know. Yeah. I I don't know what they're trying to get out of riot at this point. I'd be interested to know like what their actual what they want is.
1: Yeah, they threw out their ass, but they didn't get any of them. So now, what's their next set of you know, what's the what's the compromise to
0: ask? And even then, does Ryan just want to throw him a bone and be like, sure, <laughs> why not? Because they might not even yeah. have to do that. They might not even have to do that.
1: Well, and, and how much are they going to redirect their um, problems at the team Orcs instead i think i see i didn't know about this latest change uh uh because actually no i did i knew about the delay but initially i was down to talk about this because of that brief period of time where lcs changed their rules so you didn't have to there was no minimum required rank to compete
0: i threw my name and, in the hat and then the ring yeah, I was like,
1: there, there, the whole thing was going to be player scabs potentially playing in the, like the NACL and the LCS. And that, that would have been so entertaining. I, I, I bet that broadcast gets like blockbuster numbers, right? Yeah. Cause I would tune into that. I would, hell yeah, I would tune into that. Like all the professional players are all gone and all like the tier two, tier three players that are like in the NACL or wherever else or they're just pub players they never got a chance. Now they're gonna be playing in this like super fucking polished LCS broadcast? i definitely tune into that. I think that'd be hilarious. There's so much potential chaos. You know one of those random pub players is gonna all chat some shit. You know he's gonna do it, you know? He's gonna do some hashtag like I stand with the players or he's just, you know, some random goons just gonna say fuck Riot, you know? Or somebody's gonna drop some fucking... Degenerate shit, you know Something is gonna happen That's gonna be memorable And I would've tuned into that broadcast
0: I would've watched it also Which I think is probably not what you're supposed to say or do But you're right Because that's even less leverage than the players Because Ryan could put that product on And have record numbers for a day It would yeah, be the, yeah, yeah. It would be the mean, talk for of the town And then
1: it would plummet it's afterwards But everybody would watch the car crash You yeah. know
0: <laughs> I would You don't watch the, the fallout crash. of the car crash Yeah, That's sad well, that's probably enough on League of Legends Ecosphere Ecosphere I forgot how to speak words so why am I doing a podcast um, yeah. for for, uh, for for a wee little bit and that's probably that's probably also it for the show this week
1: uh, you want to talk about that Phase video we briefly mentioned FaZe and their whole deal uh, I linked to that that video by FaZe Rain
0: <sighs> Do you okay? So I did not watch the video. I just know the clip notes of the video. So yeah, it, if if it, I could, if I, it, my you resp- could
1: literally pull it up right now, mm-hmm. go to three minutes and mute the video. He ha, he he puts in text, so you don't even have to listen mm-hmm. to him. He should literally just so uh, this. I don't know shit about Phase because they're a fucking cod group and they all sound like a bunch of douchebags. But I'm sure there's some good people there. But I just don't give a fuck about that organization, like most organizations. I don't give a fuck about. But this was big news. This guy, FaZe Rain, released. Uh, basically, he cares about the organization. He's one of the OGs.
0: He's one of the OG Phase people.
1: Yeah. How many OGs of Phase are there? I swear to God, there's like twenty it's of like, them it's like or, like something. NWA or something. Like yeah, everybody's all... a fucking OG of Phase. Apparently anyway uh there's these guys that like so phase is doing a whole bunch of like fucky shit and it just seems weird uh there you know they did their whole go public thing it's uh, everything seems to be a disaster but the big thing about here was that he released the uh the numbers the esports numbers uh apparently Well, well you know i don't know if this is actually true but basically he went by and you know went through the revenue the costs and profit right and uh, every single esports team is massively unprofitable. Uh, like I'm looking at CS:GO right now, five hundred fourteen thousand dollars in revenue, uh, five hundred seventy-six thousand dollars in costs, uh, leaving you with negative sixty-two thousand, and that is, I believe per month or quarterly, one or the other. But, you know, it's, it's going to build up uh, real quickly. Uh, and CSGO is one of the better ones. I mean, that negative number is really bad, but at least they bring in a shit ton of revenue, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of these other ones are, like, disgustingly bad. I don't know how uh,
0: Smash loses that much money. They only pay Spargo. They have, like, one player.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, funnily enough, one of the the uh, the moneymaker, which is the only moneymaker... A mobile game, PUBG Mobile, brings in $125,000 in revenue, only costs $37,000. So it is the only esports team, I believe, in that listing that actually makes a profit. And I can tell you right now, that is literally the, that there is like some weird cycle that is particularly big in Southeast Asia. If you look at like some of the organizations in Southeast Asia, they have mobile teams. Mm -hmm. that make a bunch of money and then they get into uh dota particularly they get into dota because it's like kind of like the prestige like if you're a big like if you're a big org, you know you're into dota at least in southeast asia right Mm -hmm. so they take the mobile money all the revenue that they make off of mobile money and put it into a losing mainstream esport you know and which our case would be dota but i'm sure there's other ones right and that's that's the deal (laughs) You just you just funnel the money into from something that is working and put it into something that isn't, but is good for your organization, like big picture maybe? I don't know.
0: I I'm a little suspicious about some of the numbers. I think, yeah. I, think just, I think just on a base level, I think there's a reason to be a little suspicious about some of the numbers, but it's also hard to argue with FaZe Clan, you know, just losing a bunch of money if you look at their stock, the people who've left, their scandals, and their layoffs this year alone, right? So, yeah. yes, yeah. I do think they are not being a successful business. I think they have major problems. I don't know how all their esports is working
1: because. Dude, the funniest one for me was regular PUBG, which obviously is like a dying esport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brings in $4,000 of revenue. $4,000. Cost them $85,000. Brings in $4,000. Like, yikes. But think of all the fans you get. <laughs> God, I wish they had a Dota team. I would love to see those numbers.
0: They, they can probably buy a team in north America real quick right although it would be so interesting if they had a dota team
1: yeah so oh yeah the big negative one was uh valorant i believe naked negative two hundred and twenty four thousand
0: they're not a franchise team so they're they're paying ah. for like a spot to be in a franchise position if they make promotion in like a year i see i see you know to, to counteract this story did you see the um there was a esports insider article uh, about ENC, the Finnish team. Oh, Ents. Ents. They were reporting profits of close to uh, a million pounds, or a, mil- a million euros last year.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, so I've. Uh, <laughs> they They have a whole song and everything. Uh, I can love it. Easy for Ents. Uh, Ents and seems to be. This is from an outsider perspective. I follow CSGO lightly. They seem to be an organization that has been able to take uh like a relatively unheard of players or not like the the main like tier one players and create six, six successful teams out of them uh so i imagine their costs are rather low salary wise um because they've had some like basically uh some like miracle runs uh at some land events so i imagine they're they've got some relatively low salaries and have had Incredible success. And also that CSGO, where if you have success, uh a major, it is huge, it is massive for an organization because these organizations make mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars on stickers, uh, potentially millions, just kind of depending on who you are so like csgo is one of those like it is expensive to get in csgo uh it is a mainstream esport but it is one of the few esports that can actually pay out revenue wise um if you get those sticker sales so
0: interesting also from a business standpoint is that they have dropped i'm pretty sure this is true they have dropped basically every team that is not their counter strike team they're no longer yeah. in StarCraft. They used to sponsor Serial. They're no longer in Rocket League, I think. They're no longer in Rainbow Six. They're no longer in PUBG. Which, as we know, makes an astounding $4,000, maybe-ish, per year. (laughs) So, you know, I think that that they're they're really trying to run it like as much of a business business as possible. Which is off the back of a successful brand in a successful game where they can be like a microcosm of success. And probably, like you said, not have high player salaries.
1: And I think that that is uh, like they are ahead of the curve, I think, in that regard. If I am an esports team, I am seriously in this kind of like contraction that's happening here with the economy and esports bubble and all that sort of thing. I am 100 percent looking at what games I actually want to be a part of because some of these games aren't going to be here 10 years from now. So why the why the fuck do you care if you're if you're in Rocket League right now, if Rocket League isn't a thing in 10 years, you know? Uh, it's it just like find where you're actually making money and, and stick with that. Uh, and so that, or that for me, are.
0: I, I'm willing to bet that like, I would be willing to bet basis on fucking nothing that 85% of N's fans are counter-strike fans.
1: Sure. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think that, that, that for me to dial it back to Dota is, is concerning because Dota typically does not make money for organizations. Um, And we don't have that same kind of revenue stream for these orgs through the sticker sales, right? The, The sticker experiment and these chat wheel lines and stuff like that, it is made some money. Very, very limited, very, very limited. There's like one or two teams that will make a decent amount of money at the start. And then ever since then, I believe the numbers have just been probably going down and down and down and getting less and less money out of this, uh, the chat with line. I mean, it was like a good, I, I, I don't like hate, like the idea is good. It just hasn't been a success. Um, and Anecdotally, Val- how many people
0: in your games have you seen like with a team flag paying $20 a month?
1: Oh yeah. Very, very, very little. Um, and the same kind of goes for the, the talent, I think because it's individuals, the, the talent stickers have probably been more successful in that regard. Even if like the, the whole, their sticker, like capsule thing didn't end up working out. Um, I still think that the chat wheel lines, uh, for talent have been I would say pretty success, pretty successful, uh, again, very successful very, for very specific individuals. And then everybody else kind of gets like kind of whatever money, but it's also individual space, right? It's like, if I get four grand off of my chat wheel line, like the, all right, that's pretty good. That's a nice little bonus. That's mm-hmm. nice. You know, uh, I'm not making 50 K, but you know, like four K's. All right. That's, that's good enough for me. You know, uh, I'm not an organization that has these, uh, These costs and upkeeps to to be worrying about. So, uh, and that is concerning to me because I think more organizations will be looking at their esports teams and finding out, figuring out which ones they want to be a part of. And Dota is expensive and it doesn't give you the same kind of. There's not even the potential, I think, most of the time for high revenue numbers because players usually take a a very large percentage of the TI prize
0: pool. So. And are expensive. And are very expensive. So how do you walk that back? How do you just across the board be like, hey everybody, we need to cut everybody's salary by half? Like <laughs> You won't just have teams anymore because the players will be like, We can do this without you. It'll probably be shittier.
1: Yeah. In which case it means more and more Uh I think in that situation, right? Uh you get a lot more professional players retiring but also in some ways the pre-existing pro players that have had success and have made a million dollars in over the course of their career uh probably have the financial backing to be able to support themselves without an organization mm-hmm. which probably makes things a little bit more gatekeepy in dota if it was a younger game right I would say okay then you get all the like college high school players but Dota isn't that young game anymore right you have a you have an older yeah it's an old game we got gray hair
0: in our beards yeah Mm -hmm. like that's a bunch of gray beards that's not youth
1: no no
0: so I'm gonna go cry so
1: that's concerning for me and uh for for Dota
0: funny how we can somehow work phase back to Dota uh, and still be sad about it. I'm gonna go over... throw away all
1: this money on these other random esports phase. Pick up a Dota team. Come on, you're throwing away money everywhere.
0: Why not throw it on Dota? They could potentially throw. They could throw away less money in Dota if they just were like really smart with it. They bought a roster. Like they they could have bought a South American roster like EG did three yeah. years ago. Spend almost no money. Probably have success. Like they could have been Beast Coast or better.
1: Hmm. Missed Fun opportunity. opportunity.
0: I don't expect them to know anything about uh, uh, elite, smart video games like Dota, fucking COD, people. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go deal with the gray hair in my beard by going to Target okay. and buying a box of Just for Men and then crying in the checkout aisle. But until then, is that
1: why you dye your hair?
0: No, no, it's not actually. I don't. I don't. I, do, I don't have gray hair on my. This feels incredulous. I'm gonna end the episode. I don't
1: fucking. Sounding do my desperate. Hair on this.